Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very merry edition of Last Call Lambo. We are back after a week off. Aaron was on the injury report with an yeah. illness. Fucking COVID got me. <laughs> <laughs> but she's back now, and to welcome her back, she gets to she gets to go ahead and take a shot. Yeah. For losing the for losing the bet. Um, for those of you that don't remember. We bet who had more, who would have more rushing yards, Jordan Love or Tommy DeVito. Uh, I think we all remember how that went. <laughs> no, we don't. I'm just doing a shot just for kicks and giggles. I don't remember. It was so long ago. Uh, Jordan Love had two yards rushing against the Giants, <laughs> and Tommy DeVito had 71 yards. So Damn you, Joe Barry. Cheers. It, not, not only is it one of the only times I won the bet, but it's the worst loss of the bet so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate tequila. Oh my so, god! Ending the year on a strong note for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know you've been doing pretty well. I feel like I've lost quite a bit towards uh, <laughs> towards the end. Um, but as always, I am one of your hosts, Monty Moore, and I am joined by Aaron Alice, and we are just a duo this week. Um, we don't we had a guest, but there was a last minute cancellation, so you guys just get the two of us if you can stand it. Um, <laughs> it's like our we're going back to our four downs days. Yeah, it's true. This is those days. This is this is a retro episode. It's a throwback, <laughs> right. throwback yeah. Thursday recording. Right. Um. But yeah. So, uh, how we always like to start, we do look back to the most recent game before we move on to the next one. So we've got one word for what we saw at Lambeau last Sunday. For the Buccaneers versus the Packers. Um, I don't have a word as much as it's a, a sound effect. And it's... Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> because that's basically what that game was. All on the defense. Like, I have no... I shouldn't say I have no bad words to say about the offense. But they did more than but enough. But in comparison. Yeah, like... Like especially in comparison. It was just horrendous. Um, it's gotten so bad for defense that, you know, unless you live in the local market, when you stream, like you're always at least, you know, 20, 30 seconds behind, right. Mm -hmm. Like when you're streaming the game. So I have gotten to the point where I don't have my phone and I'm not scrolling or anything when the offense is on the field. Mm -hmm. Cause I actually want to watch that. Like, I don't like, I like watching the offense. That's, that's where the focus of this team is. That's the most important part of this team is what Jordan love is doing. But once the offense is done and they punt or if they, after they score, that's generally when, like, when the defense is on the field, I'll be on my phone. I'm like, all right, like, mm-hmm. let's just get this next excruciating yeah. ten minutes over with. A nice distraction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, it. It was like mine is two words, and I don't even care. But this is like the only time that I can use this, so it's gonna be two words. Creepy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the sound to- effect. The sound effect that I made. Is what happens when you get those creamy so, shits. Yeah. Yeah. We're on the same um, page. That's my, my favorite holiday video. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, like it, the first time in history that an opposing quarterback has put up a perfect passer rating at Lambeau field. And that just is disgusting. It is disgusting. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, we'll get to this defense um later in the episode we will have so there's been so much that has happened this week i have been dying to talk about all of this um 
but like no adjustments being made. Um, like the fact that Devondre Campbell was on Chris Godwin the entire game. And it's like, <laughs> can someone just like make an adjustment so that someone's like watching him and like it just, and I, I, that's nothing new that no adjustments made ever at fucking halftime. Like it, the, the team has to get a turnover or a sack on third down. Otherwise it's a con- like a guaranteed first down. Like it, it's just, incredibly frustrating and it was just it, it was the the worst game that the defense has played like considering they were pretty healthy for the game yeah 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 i mean they they just didn't look like they wanted to be there at all and mm-hmm. it, it it's and it, it's so frustrating because like i said it, it's hard to even get excited and enjoy when the offense scores at this right. point like it's <laughs> right. Like, like all right, that was a great drive. Oh, now we have to give now. the defense. Yeah. I know. I use the I use the meme from Miss Congeniality of Michael Caine saying a brief shining moment and then that <laughs> yeah. pass. And it's like a brief shining moment for the offense and then the defense. Like yeah, exactly. It's it's excruciating. And then you know you have the whole like side of the coin where it's the the pack like again the Packers punted twice on Sunday and they got blown out insane that can't like that should not happen especially with the team that's this young and on offense where you're expecting some bumps and bruises but like i mean how many how many times do teams lose games when they punt twice like i mean that just and the bucks only punted once and it happened to be like one of the best punts i've ever seen right (laughs) it was like a 180 yard (laughs) what the fuck was that but yeah, it's like normally you say, "Wow, that team only punted twice; they must have won." Nope, the other team only punted once because the defense literally couldn't do anything. Right. And and it, admittedly, yes, they did have the they did have a you know they caused a turnover, and that obviously led to the Packers' first uh, first points of the game. But I mean, it's just they they certainly aren't doing their part the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it it's yeah it's. And we'll get to more of that because there's a lot that has happened this week. It's only Thursday, but like there's been so much that's happened. But you forgot to introduce our drinks and our drinking rule. Oh, that's true. Um, so We're a little I, rusty. It's been two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am. I went not very uh, against the status quo. I'm just drinking, uh, doing bourbon and ginger ale. Oh, that is a little different, yeah. though. I, I ran. I ran it out of bitters. Feels a little fest- festive. Ginger, yeah, I ran out of bitters, you know? so I couldn't make. I couldn't make it all. You. <laughs> um, I have kind of like a almost a Wisconsin old fashioned, but it's with bourbon. So it's okay. like a melding between like a bourbon old fashioned because it's got bourbon in it. It's got brown sugar and spice holiday spiced bourbon, um, with cranberry bitters, and then topped off with a little sprite. So that sounds just, pretty good, actually. Yeah, it's very. I thought it was very festive. The cranberry bitters turn it like super red. I wonder if you feel like a. I wonder if you feel like a cinnamon stick in there. Mm-hmm. If that would make it a little bit more. Yeah. Christmas spice. Yeah. Textures or whatever. They're. Um, I mean. <laughs> 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 flavors. <laughs> I don't think I want the texture of a cinnamon stick in my mouth. What? what <laughs> if my I favorite... wanted the texture of a cinnamon stick in my mouth, I'd call my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> One of my favorite textures, spice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then in honor of us playing 
the Panthers this week, we're going to do our drinking rules going to be anything related related to cats. So we couldn't remember if we had done it before. And I realized yeah. when um, I've realized that within the last five minutes that we did because oh, we did hot key that we have. My saying meow. <laughs> oh, that's right. We did. That's okay. We did. It's, yeah, it's yeah. fine. We're doing it again, but it's fine. Yeah, we're doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> Not um, this season. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, we'll start with uh, the booze, which is going to be the game preview. So, yeah. I mean, Packers are playing the worst team in the league. Um, <laughs> like, it's not even close that they're that there's a team anywhere near as bad as them. Um, I mean, the, this game isn't interesting, but it is because... I mean, I, I can tell you right now what our bet should be because I, I tweeted out earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, we were just talking about how bad the defense looks lately. Mm-hmm. So Bryce Young hasn't thrown for more than 247 yards in a game yeah. this year. And he hasn't thrown a touchdown pass in a month. So do you think... Trust me, I know. He's on my fucking fantasy team. Yeah, so I'll give you... (laughs) I'm in a dynasty league, so it's probably good to have him still, but it's been painful this year. I'll give the option. Do you want to make the bet, does he go over his yardage total, or does he throw a touchdown pass? (sighs) I think yardage. I think touchdown is more likely. I know. It's so sad that it feels... also feels very likely. It feels so sad that a guy that hasn't thrown a touchdown pass in a month, we're like, oh, he's definitely going to throw a touchdown pass. See, that one seems more obvious <laughs> just because it's like, oh, he's going to break that streak easily eventually. But the other one is a little harder, which I still think yes to both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I I think he'll probably do both. I think he will too. Um, so we're going to have another game where – you know, someone hasn't done something in X amount of weeks or has their best whatever, it's going to be against Packers because you know they're going to make a big deal when he throws that touchdown of, that's his first touchdown pass in over a month. Right. They're going to say that to open the game. Like, like, he hasn't thrown a touchdown since then and jinx it immediately. His first pass is going to be like a 90-yard touchdown. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I do think he gets both. Like, I... So we'll go yards then. We'll go with the yards as the bet. That one I think is the is the the harder one, but I do think it's I, I think it's gonna happen and it's gonna end up being a catastrophe. <laughs> <laughs> because he's he's not looked good. That offensive line is fucking terrible. No, yeah. He, his You're weapons not, are awful. Like you are not nothing kidding is around in his favor, but they're gonna get right this this Sunday. Even though yeah, they're off, are, hot off of a win. You are not kidding about that one for sure. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I think um I think I don't know what to think about this game. I'm a little nervous because the, the Panthers have a pretty good defense. Um and I think Brian Burns has not practiced. Um he's with an illness, but I would anticipate that he'll be good to go by Sunday. Unless there's something Yeah, I mean unless he's good. real sick. Right. But it's yeah. hard to believe that he's if Jalen Hurts can play on Monday after being sick, like I, th- I think Brian Burns will be able to. F- yeah, and, he, and he's a you know he's a vet at this point who's one of their best players. Like he doesn't need to practice to play. Right, right. Um, so I mean, I, this is there's this is going to be a test because it looks like Christian Watson's not playing. Not that I think anyone thought he was, but he still has not practiced all week. Um, Luke Musgrave was activated. Um, 
but he's not been um, officially put back on the roster. Or he's been yeah, designated think, to return. He's not back. Yeah, because they had to do it, I think, by Monday or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. That, I mean, yeah, that, that is a good sign. And I saw, like, Watson posted something. Because, like, LaFleur said he was running around and looked pretty good and seemed like he didn't use the word hopeful, but, like, he mm-hmm. seemed like he was hopeful. Um, and then I saw that he posted on Instagram. It's, like, he – earlier today he said ain't done yet so like yeah i i don't know if he's close to coming back if he plays that would be awesome um because he like again like during that three game win streak he scored in every one of those games and he right. was like directly related to how good they were looking on offense but yeah i mean if, if he can come back and you know this is like the rest of the games this year this is going to be a you know a de facto playoff game because if they lose, I think if they win, I like, and they, and they win out, like their chances of getting in are like 96%. Mm-hmm. If they lose this game, I think it drops down to like 12. <laughs> right. So like, this is, this is the game. Right. Pretty much until the Minnesota game, obviously, but. Right. And um, I would guess, yeah, I would guess he doesn't play just because he hasn't practiced all week, like officially, not even on a limited basis. And um, as far as like, yeah, but, if you go tomorrow, you could get a little hopeful, but right. But um, my guess is the uh, thought process is that he's back next week, which is apparently when they're. I, Tom Silverstein, I believe, had a source that said Christian Watson. They're hopeful that he could, be, or, or um, Luke Busgrave, sorry, might be back next week as well. So that Minnesota game, hopefully, they're still in contention because otherwise, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, push it on those guys, but um. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to feel about this offense because it seems much more disjointed without, I mean, Jaden Reed also has not practiced all week. I would guess that he goes, but like, there's a lot of question marks. Um, Dylan still not practicing either. Um, and I don't, yeah. I mean, I don't really know. I don't know how good a running back can be with a broken thumb. Like, right. Because he certainly can't wear a club because he right. can't hold onto the ball. Right. Um, and I mean, but, thankfully, Aaron Jones looked great. Um, although in the first he, quarter when they let him, right? Touch the ball. Well, I think he was on a snap count, and maybe something was flaring up, and they were like, "Okay, just take it easy." Um, so hopefully, he'll get more snaps this week. Yeah. But obviously, that like having him is is huge, as we saw. But yeah, the offense. If he's the offense on a snap count, then yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna say the offense purrs way better when he's on the field. God damn it! <laughs> well, and, and they're gonna their injury I, report is is just like a fucking CVS receipt at this point. It's it, it's ridiculous. It's it's a little deceiving only from the standpoint of a lot of those guys that are on there, like Elton Jenkins or like a Devondre Campbell, like a Jaden Reed. They've been on the report for weeks. Right. And as long as it seems like they're limited participants, they play on Sunday. Like Jaden Reed's left come into a game on the injury report with one injury and left the game with another one. Like yeah. every game for the past month. Like it's a toe injury now. Yeah. And it was uh he's he's still on the injury report for his chest, though, I guess technically. Okay. Yeah, it's been like he's not ankle he is not and toe. Practiced. Yeah, like he's I love that song. Chest, <laughs> ankle, and toes. Um, but 
like so the the guys that are not have not practiced are Devondre, Jaden Reed, uh, Darnell Savage, and Christian Watson. Um, and then Caleb Jones was sick today, so he popped up on yeah. the injury report. Um, which you know, not that big of a deal, but obviously some death there. But I think the biggest concern that I have right now is Jaden Reed. Um, yeah, because that offense is completely different without him out there. Like, who is your guy then? Like Wicks, Wicks, and, yeah, which is great. But yeah, they'll double him. They'll double him right, and yeah. Keith. And who the hell else do you got? Like you have Romeo Dobbs, who's been, eh, like he's been okay, but he's not been. I think the wide receiver too that we all thought that he was going to be this year. Jaden Reed's been wide receiver too. Um, yeah, there, there, there was a little bit of discourse going around, you know, this week on social media of like. Where does Romeo Dobbs fit into the offense at this point, right? If like mm-hmm. if if everyone's back, and I kind of said, you know, Romeo Dobbs is a second round or excuse me, a second year fifth round pick, mm-hmm. right? So if he is your wide receiver four, I mean, mm-hmm. isn't that that's pretty fitting, right? For a, right. a a late round second year guy. Right. Him being your fourth receiver who has a ton of experience and does have chemistry with the quarterback and mm-hmm. does have really good hands. That's mm-hmm. great. Like if that's literally his ceiling in this offense, I think that's a successful pick. Agreed. Like, the, Agreed. I just think everybody was expecting him to like right. be better than Watson this year, which yeah. that's just Packer fans just, you know, creaming their and, hands. And I, <laughs> and I think we elevated him just in general, just because, you know, he was wide receiver too for a long time, like right. by default. So we're like, right. oh man, like are, should we be disappointed that he was our second receiver and now it seems like he's the fourth? Like, well, no, you right. draft the guys mm-hmm. ahead of him were drafted ahead of him, other than Dontavian Lakes. He was also a fifth rounder, but right. Came, he but came he looks a, like his ceiling is way higher than Don. Yeah, and he and he came from you know a a, a D one school, mm-hmm. with, you know, in a in a Power Five conference instead of you know playing at Nevada. So. Right. Uh, um yeah and and that which but that's why that makes me nervous that he's he might be the number one guy on on sunday against a pretty solid defense i i don't know <laughs> and, and he's had an ankle right like right, he's been hurt right, too so right so i i think i think i'm a little more nervous about this game than i thought i would be i think particularly it obviously is just recency bias this defense is like scared the shit out of me yeah i i think that is really the only reason that we're nervous because mm-hmm. the offense has been, I'm not going to, it obviously has not been good all year. It was really, really bad for mm-hmm. that October stretch. Right. But even in this losing streak now in, in December, the offense has done enough to win. Like they did not mm-hmm. look good against the giants, yeah. but they, they had a game winning drive with a minute with less than two minutes left. Right. That's doing your job. Even if you weren't good early, like they, they did their job late defense blew it. In this game, again, they only punted twice. Jordan Love looked really good apart from the first drive, mm-hmm. and the defense blew it. So I'm expecting a good game out of the offense again. I mean, they're they're rolling. The the Panthers' defense is not good. I mean, obviously they're right. a, they're on a, a one in they're you know a one in eleven one in twelve team. They're not good, um, right? But I could definitely see it needing to be kind of like not a shootout, but like you don't feel good about giving the ball back to them and like that's what's so frustrating because what i want to see is you know we know as much as the players say we don't listen to that stuff we don't see it we don't read it like everyone dog the packers defense all week 
Like, yeah. Not even just like Packer fans or Packer, you know, reporters and content right. creators. Like you had like NFL Live, like Mina Kimes, Dan Orlovsky, like just literally saying, what is this defense doing? Like what, what is their plan? It's, it, it's, it's crazy because like, I, I mean, it, I, I don't know. It's like, I don't even know if I can say it's crazy because it's not fucking crazy because we've been dealing with this. I, I think this was just very jarring um, and very traumatizing because I can't remember the last time this, the defense was as bad as they were this past Sunday. Like, yeah, again, giving up a perfect passer rating to Baker fucking Mayfield for God's yeah. sakes. It's not like you did it to Peyton Manning or Mahomes. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Tom Brady. Like yeah. not somebody that's like a, like a hall of famer. We gave this up to like a guy that can't find a place on a fucking roster. Like and certainly, certainly better than the guy that you lost to the week before, but they were still back to back NFC offensive player of the week against your defense. That's horrendous. And yeah, and going up against good like talent like it's not like if our offense was being blown out because it's like okay well they're all really right. young so like whatever like you're talking about what i also saw as a stat of a top 10 defensive front like yeah. this defensive line um is one of the most dominant in football and you are still giving up a perfect passer rating that is atrocious that is Horrendous. And Baker Mayfield got sacked like a handful of times too. Yeah, so like, that's what's I I, yeah. I asked this on uh like I, I was recording Pack a Day earlier, mm-hmm. and I really wonder how many times that's ever happened. Yeah. Where every perfect quarterback rating game that's happened in the NFL, I wonder if any of them had ever had five sacks. Right. Still. Like that because like sacks don't factor into to passer rating. But if you're getting five sacks, that means you're getting really good pressure on the QB and getting pressure on the QB is supposed to be the, you know, the the easiest path to success. That just shows you how bad the back end was because the right. QB clearly was getting pressured. Right. But the defense that was called was allowing him, if he has to get rid of the ball in a, a second and a half, those soft zones they're playing, let receivers get open in a mm-hmm. second and a half. And it just kept getting easier and easier. And it's it was crazy because you, you didn't even feel good about getting sacks because they happen on first down. Right. Like oh, second and twenty eight, and then they get twenty six. Like it's just ridiculous. Right. And um, like I, I saw another stat. Like I, I mean, and it's just we'll get we'll get some more of the defense. It just like all the stats. Like like what are they doing with the talent they have? Like it just doesn't make any sense. Um, and this is coming from someone that doesn't know much about defensive schemes, but I know enough to like know that they're doing this all wrong. Like the, the, the soft zone coverage when you've got players that are made to play man is excruciating. And this is a problem that we had last year with Jair and Razul being like, I mean, Razul's pretty good in zone, but like Jair being like, that's his, that's where he wants to be. They have and, a ton. They have a ton of man corners. Right. And the they team. can consist and they play zone like yeah. the most in the fucking league <laughs> and like and and then I, like this past week it was you know they were giving up big plays and it's like given they're in prevent almost all the fucking time how are you still giving up the this amount of big like big plays like they were completely out coached and they made zero adjustments like 
And then you have fucking Devondre Campbell on Chris Godwin in the slot. Like how many, like he had like how, like 170 yards or something. He was like, it, it feels like anytime they're on defense, they're out there like pussyfooting around, God not God. trying to be decisive. <laughs> right. It, it's, but just, it's, it's wild. That's why I want to take a minute to uh, like get back to the offense though, yeah. because again, this entire year has been about, Obviously, we say it every week. Jordan Love evaluation, most important thing. What do you learn from him week to week? You know, what are you seeing from him, like patterns? Out, Literally outside of week one, the Packers have not had a run game all season. Like, not, not like they are, they're leaning and relying on Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's out, it, some of it is out of necessity, but I also believe that some of it is they're realizing that he can handle like shouldering the load this early first year as a starter with all these rookies he's playing with. But because again, if, if, the, if the passing offense wasn't working well and Jordan love was playing really poorly, like kind of like he did in October, they yeah. would, they would be trying to run the ball more, even though Dylan is hurt right. and Jones has been hurt. Like these other backs would be getting more carries, but they're like the way the floor is calling the offense. He's like, yeah, go out there and like wing it around. Like, not only do we have to rely on that, but we, you've shown that you can do it. Like, I don't like him throwing 39 to 40 passes a game. Right. But if that's what's working right now for the offense and he's doing well having to do that, you can't ask for a better, you know, kind of trial by fire. Like he's having to do it himself right now. Well, and I think, I mean, there's also something to be said, like this, this offensive line is not great with run blocking and they've improved a little bit, but I think they're still pretty bad. And then just not having a healthy running back room. Like, you know, I know everyone is, is very upset that Aaron Jones didn't get utilized more, but like, I still genuinely think he's on a snap count and they don't trust their new running backs as much. Yeah. Doesn't Um, seem like it. Kenyon Drake, we saw a little bit of, but not much. And when he was there, he nearly fumbled like on like his first carry. Like, yeah, I, I think it's, it's just unfortunate that we can't get these two running backs on the field at the same time. And I'm, I'm assuming and hoping that it would change if both of them were out there, that they'd be running the ball more because I definitely think so. Yeah. And I think that they just can't be as multiple right now when one is always hurt. Right. And it, but it's seeing Aaron Jones back out there. I mean, this is gonna, this is a discussion at some point we'll have to have like, I don't know what they do at running back next year. Do you rework Jones's contract? Like, I feel like you kind of have to, but at the same time with all the injuries, can you? I've gone, I've gone like back and forth on yeah. if I think they're going to have a completely new running back room next year or mm-hmm. not. Like where I sit right now, I think the way Dylan was playing before he broke his thumb, I'm fine with, obviously all this is a caveat of like, depending on what the money is, right? Yeah. But I'm fine on them re-signing AJ Dylan. Mm-hmm. I don't really think he's going to command a ton of money from other teams. Like yeah. the, the running back market overall is just bad. It's not yeah. like, you know, it, it's not like you're worried about being able to replace him because some team's going to give him a ton of money. If a team wants to do that, then sure. Like more power to AJ. I'd love for him to do that. Yeah. But it seems like he, he's played well enough for the Packers will at least offer him something. He clearly loves being everything about yeah. being a Packer living in Wisconsin and I feel the same way also about Aaron Jones at this point, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he took a pay cut this year to come back because he wasn't going to get $11 million from any anyone else. Yeah. The, the majority of his season has been injured, and he hasn't been his normal self when he's been out there. 
So I can't imagine another year later at that position, a team offering him a big contract. Mm-hmm. He also yeah. clearly loves being in Green Bay and being on this team. I wouldn't be surprised if he took a cut again. Agreed. Like, and I would be okay with that at this point yeah. because the offense looks completely different with him on the field. I mean, even this yeah. past week, he, um, he, I, like, he makes it like the thing that I wish AJ Dillon would pick up a little bit more is Aaron Jones is like vision of the field, like being able yeah. to see plays happening and seeing holes developing before they're happening. Like it, it's, it's insane. Like he just happens to be in the right place at every fucking time and is incredible. Like, I just wish that I just feel like AJ isn't quick enough um, on his feet, I guess. Yeah. Not literally. But, yeah, I mean, he, he's yeah. not one of those. Yeah. He, he's not like a slasher type. Like right. Aaron, which and, is why Aaron Jones, Jones just is, can is visualize so the, the field a little bit. Right. He can yeah. just visualize the field a little bit better. And I just feel like that is such a difficult thing for running backs. And I would, it would be hard to try to find somebody to fill that at this point. Like, yeah. I don't think the running back market looks really great next year. Um, and Aaron Jones still has it. Like he yeah. clearly does when he's healthy. Um, the injury bug, I just think has been really bad fucking luck. Like it's an, a neat, an MCL sprain. Like, like that's not an is, think, age thing. Like he got like, the fuck up. Well, and he's been, that's an injury. I think that's like the fourth time he's had an MCL sprain. Right. And it's like, that's, that's clearly, but he's, he bounces back from them. He, right. he hasn't had to go. Like, I don't think he's had to go on IR Mm-mm. for any of them. No. Not like, not that I can remember. So yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm fine. I'm truly in a, like, I feel like it's a win-win if they cut both of them and they start over at running back and they draft two, right. That's fine. If they, if they bring them both back and they still draft one mm-hmm. and then to do another one next year, like I'm fine with that too. Like, I, I just think that they're in a win-win situation when it comes to what they're going to be able to do there. Yeah. Um, it would be super possum if they could both take a pay cut. <laughs> Sorry, that one was bad. <laughs> well, but remember they and they also have, you know, multiple third rounders this year, so they could have right. their pick of the litter in that round. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> that was from a tub setup. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, he's about to make like a really good like point. <laughs> You're like, nope, pun. <laughs> God damn it. All right. So what do we um all right, so we got the bet laid out. So yeah, yeah now... so we both think that Bryce Young's gonna have the most yards he's ever had. Yeah, I think that'll. I actually am gonna say no. I'm gonna change my mind on the yards one. Yeah, so you're gonna you're you're gonna go no. Yeah, partially because I want right. to be different. Okay. But also, I'm, I'm I going do, yes. I I do think that like I'm really hoping that the defense like comes out really embarrassed. Like they they yeah. left that game with like at Lambeau with the, their tail between their legs. Yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> That was that was so that was so on point. I didn't even catch that. It was. I know it was a very I was very fitting for what the fuck happened. Um, but I, I feel like they're really embarrassed and they're gonna come out like claws out. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I do. I do think. May I'm hoping. Maybe I'm being optimistic. That no, I mean, they're, I, like, I hope they're, they're... That some, like that they're gonna come back and be like, we are not that team. Like we are better. Yeah. But I. I I don't think anyone's performing poorly. I just think the scheme is bad. And yeah, I mean, I hope the I hope the pass I, I hope the pass rush comes out like you know like they were sniffing catnip the whole, the entire pregame. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Well, but, yeah. I, I do think like the only reason I'm going, and so like I'll I'll, I'll roll this into my score prediction. So I think um, I'm, not, I'm certainly not going to pick the Packers to lose to the worst team in the league. Like mm-hmm. I don't care how bad they've been playing. Uh, the Panthers cannot do anything at all. Yeah. Um, they 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 have a tough. They can't score in the red zone. Um, their receivers cannot be. The, this is going to be a a Joe Barry microscope game because the Panthers receivers cannot beat man coverage. They have like 95 year old Adam Thielen. Mm-hmm. Um, they have DJ Chark. Who's he's fast, but he, he's not like a great route runner. Like he's yeah. not scared of him beating, you know, Carrington Valentine's really good in man coverage. So after this defense just got absolutely picked apart playing zone the whole game, I, I, I really want to see what his approach is because to me, this will show you whether or not, He's capable of adjusting what he wants to do based on who they play, because there's no reason you should be playing soft zones against a QB that can't throw touchdowns. I, mm-hmm. I don't even think he has 10 touchdown passes. No, again, as someone that has them on their fantasy team, yeah, their like he, fantasy team, no, he's, he's been terrible. So, and, and I would just like to throw out into the ether and tell this in public that I picked him over CJ Stroud for my dynasty. <laughs> so. Um, this is the first year I've ever played fantasy. It's going it's, very, very well, as you can tell. Did get taken, like, the next pick? No, he was, like, because everybody already had their first QBs, and so he didn't oh, okay. get for, like, maybe another 10 picks. But Okay. Yeah. But, but, yeah, yeah so, I, I could have probably picked him with my – no, I couldn't have with my second one. I'm not, I'm not – so, yeah, I'm not going to pick the Packers to so the worst team in the league. I am going over on those Bryce Young yards, though, because I think the Panthers are going to have to throw a lot. I do mm-hmm. think the Packers are going to get out to – healthy kind of lead I think it'll be similar to what the Bucks did against us like the Panthers are always going to be chasing a 10 point yeah the, most of this game yeah which means I think Bryce Young is going to end up throwing it a ton um and I saw so I'm going to pick the Packers I'm going to say I'm going to pick, keep the same score I said on Packaday I think they win 26 uh 13 26 13 yeah, because I just think they're going to be behind most of the game. Barry will get aggressive because he likes to get aggressive when the Packers are ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I think Young might end up throwing it 35, 40 times. So. Yeah. Um, I've gone back and forth on whether or not I want to pick them to win because I'm miffed, so part of me wants to say, like, prove to me that you can fucking win. You can't pick them to lose against the Panthers. Yeah, it's right, the yeah. worst team yeah, by it's, far. It's so like, bad. They're so bad. <laughs> Um, I think, yeah, I think the Packers win. Um, I don't think I'm going to pick them to score 26. Um, because I'm really worried if Jaden Reed doesn't play, um, that this offense, but I still think they're going to win. I, I, uh, (laughs) um, I don't even know. I, uh, I think, I think 13 for the Panthers is about right. Like one touchdown and then a couple of field goals. Sounds right. Um, and I think the Packers are going to get like, like 20, like, no, we'll okay. say 21. We'll say 21. Like okay. they'll, they'll win by more than a, than a standard touchdown. Like they, yeah, it'll, tw- be, it'll be like a one score game. Like, yeah. So we'll I'll, I, I'll say, I'll say 21, 13. I believe we will be very frustrated. And I'll get 26 is only five additional points. Like I get that. Right. But if they only score 20, yeah, if it's 21, 13, which means, you know, it's a one score game. Yeah. Right. Cause they can always get the two, like, 
we're going to be real frustrated at the offense in after this game then because yeah, I think I, we will because I, I don't think necessarily frustrated. I think I'm more thinking 21-13 if Jade Reedon doesn't play. Okay, that's true. I, yeah, I think I mean, that's that's big plays, for me. And I'm yeah. I'm worried that he's not going to, although he's been on the he has yet to miss a game being despite being on the injury report a lot. But with him not participating today, I'm a little concerned. I will I'll I'll give them like an extra like four, like three points. I'll give them another field goal if he plays. Like you know, I'll, I'll say 24 to 13 if he plays, but 21 to 13, maybe less than 21 if he doesn't play. I yeah, think I mean, he's, I, he's been such a big difference maker. He deserves, he deserves to, he's, he's one catch away from tying Sterling Sharp's record, mm-hmm. two away from breaking it. Like he deserves to get that for Christmas. Like I right. really hope that he plays because he's obviously, be yeah. he's obviously breaking that record if he plays. Right. Sunday. And I would really like to bring him to break it sooner rather than later, because I, it would just be satisfying to break it and not in the extra game. Yeah, that's like true in the, too. In the 17 games. So break yeah. as soon as possible. Um all right. So that is the game preview portion. So now we're gonna mix it up and go to you know the hot topic of the week, which is obviously the defense and you know Joe Barry. And you know, we're both like both of us didn't think he should be brought back. Mm-hmm. Um we both have said we'd be surprised if they fire him in season, but mm-hmm. no, at no point this year has that been more of a real, more of a realistic possibility than after last week. So the floor gets up there and says, you know, his plan is for Barry to finish out the season because he, if he felt like it would be the best thing right now that he would have, that he would make that decision. But my question to you is, do you think that that, no matter what is going to be the case, even no matter what happens on Sunday. Cause let's say the Packers lose, mm-hmm. let's say they lose in the same fashion that they mm-hmm. lost last week. Like I'm not saying Bryce Young's going to have a perfect QB rating or anything, but that it, <laughs> that you imagine <laughs> <laughs> like, let's say it's clearly the defense's fault that they lost to the worst team in the NFL. You know, what do you like? Do you think that he still coaches the rest of the year? Yeah, I, I, I think so. I, I don't think Christmas Day he's going to fucking can Joe Barry. Um, I also just think, like, I, 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 have, I have not spoken a ton on this because um, there's a lot of angry people. And I've, I have. What, cat got your tongue? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, because people are very angry right now. And, and not yeah, me using too, me a ton of logic. And like common sense um, on this is um, to me, nothing LaFleur has said or done is surprising for what we know about Matt LaFleur. And I don't know if that, good or bad thing that is up to your own opinion, but I understand the why, because I'm, I'm a big anal- like analytical, like logical person. And I understand the why of every decision that he's made. Sometimes I agree with it. Sometimes I don't. His okay, so let's let's go back in time. And he fired Petten, retained so much of Petten's staff, like yeah. ridiculous amount of that staff, and has lost a couple of a, a big, big co- the better coaches essentially between you could argue Jerry Gray and um, uh, Smith, Mike Smith, and yep. to the Vikings. Like so, you could argue those are the two best players, and now you, you're the two best. Play, like people on that staff. Position coaches. Thank you. <laughs> Players. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and he is thinking, none of these people I want running my fucking defense. Yeah. Like, I don't trust them. I don't know them. And all they're going to do, because they have not called plays, is going to call everything that fucking Joe Barry would. And they are still in playoff contention. So the best person, believe it or not, uh, like available to coach and call plays is the guy that's already in play place. Yeah. Like, like it or right not, now. this is the best option that they do have. And I agree with him when he says that. I'm not saying it's a good decision, but his thought process is we're not getting anybody new from the outside. My guess and hope, because I will lose a lot of faith in LaFleur this offseason if he does not gut this entire defensive room. Um, but I understand why they didn't fire him last year because high turnover is a really bad look as a head coach because then you become the scapegoat for that head coach. And this is a young head coach that doesn't have a lot of um, clout, I guess. I mean, he he's the, was the most winningest coach in football yeah, for his first yeah. few years. But no, he had Aaron, more games than he had Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even come close to bringing him I up know. today either. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still a good point. He, God damn it. Wait, where's the gun? <laughs> God damn it. But he did have him. Like, so you yeah. could argue, like, he still doesn't have his own legacy yet. Yeah. So his legacy is not going to be firing a DC every other year. Um, I, I think it's just bad timing that Joe Barry had only been here for a couple of years. And, like, the defense had enough stars where you felt like they were, it felt to the, it felt like they were good enough, but yeah, he should have been fired, but I understand why he didn't. So he's not going to fire him at this point. His contract is up at the end of this year. As far as we know, they have not extended him. I guarantee you, they do not extend him. I shouldn't say guarantee. I would be incredibly surprised if they retain him. Um, so I just think it's going to ride itself out. I don't think, because Lafleur is thinking we need to win this game to stay in the playoffs, to stay in playoff contention. Nobody, nobody else. And I, I, and I understand the idea of thinking, well, maybe someone will be fresh. I, I understand both sides of this argument. I understand a fresh young person that's never done this before reinvigorating the team. But at the same time, Lafleur is much more conservative and likes to play it safe. And that is maybe to a fault. He's maybe loyal to a fault, but like, you can't say that that's the wrong decision either by saying this is the only person that has experience calling a defense. Yeah. That, that, I, so long story short, too late. I just understand why he's doing what he's doing, even though I may not agree with it. I understand wanting to put like thinking that that is the best idea for the team right now while they yeah. are in playoff contention. I think it's a I, th I think fortunately slash unfortunately for Matt LaFleur, it's a perfect storm right now because, yeah, again, they are still clearly in contention. Mm -hmm. When they if, they shouldn't it, be though. Like they really gave, should probably not be this late. Yeah, well they're 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 With their based, record. Yeah, they're they're in contention for a playoff spot and also like a top ten pick. It's like the difference right. li literally like right. one game. Right. So overall that the NFL is bad this year. But right. yeah, I, I think it's it's that if, if you gave Matt LaFleur like some truth serum, has he already decided that he's gonna move on? I think he has. Like yeah. I think I think after this game, he's like, I there's nothing else I can do at this point. But right. he's got the the fortunate circumstances of they are still in playoff contention. It's so close to the end of the year. Right. 
and his contract expires. So I, yeah, if it didn't he expire, he would have been fired. But since it's expired, yeah, he, he's he, not going to fire him. He really doesn't want to fire him, but he doesn't have to because all he has to do is wait three, possibly four more weeks if they make the playoffs. Um, so just part ways, just like you do with right. Mike Patton, and then right. you know there's no there's no bad blood or whatever, presumably. Right. So yeah, I mean the the only way I could see it happening is if they get embarrassed in this game, like right it, that I don't think. I don't think it a will happen or B if it does, he gets fired, but it's the only way viable left that it would happen. Right. Because they'll practically be out of playoff contention. By yeah. Then. This, so like, that this would be as true. bad. This would be as bad as losing to Josh Rosen in 2018, which got McCarthy fired. Like, right. This, this would right. be that bad. Like the Panthers, again, they're, they are just absolutely terrible. They're not like a young, talented team that's gotten unlucky in close games. Like, no, they they just stink. Like they're not good. They're really bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's that's the other part of it is Matt is really going to have to really buckle down, and he might have to ask like Mark Murphy to be able to open the pocketbook and spend big on like a defensive coordinator mm-hmm. because he's like you said he had that last quarterback which he kind of helped rejuvenate his game. So I think that's on his legacy. He's mm-hmm. helped develop the current guy right. who's obviously not a finished product, but is way far ahead of what anybody would have expected and looks mm-hmm. very good. That also adds to it. But the glaring hole right now is the defensive coordinator and he's going to make the hire next. So he's got to get it right because mm-hmm. you're we're going to fall right back into that familiar cycle of the offense is really, really good and carrying this team and it doesn't get any help from the defense and you don't know how to pick the guy to run the defense. So they're going to, he, he's got to get it right. And that's why I'm fine with him not firing him right away. Like I want him to take as much time as he possibly needs to focus yeah. only on that part. Yeah. I know a lot of people are really hoping for Jim Leonard, but he plays the same kind of scheme as, um Petten. so like i feel like i feel like people are going to be disappointed i don't but if he's the right decision i don't really i don't know enough about that shit but um i, I think something that is being overlooked is um because the defense is so bad is this special teams is pretty bad yeah. um and it, they're, they're like 28 the league yeah like they're one of the, the highest paid league. coach right with the highest paid coach and, and an assistant head coach like i think that um the rich basacha era is not looking re- really great right now so no, i'm it's curious not. on what they do with that in the off season because I, I i mean he obviously got like an extension like he's he's here for a bit now so i don't know what they do about that but um and and the next thing i kind of want to talk about is the devondre campbell tweet yeah <laughs> and i think that's uh, like i i don't know i i don't like speculating on on shit and and what people are are who who shit's directed at because <laughs> speculation leads to um the exact situation we're having with Jair right now is somebody decided to think that it was m- about more than an injury um to the point that it grew and grew and grew and now everybody thinks that or a he- not everybody but a large amount of people think that and then when Lafleur comes out and says this past week that it was just they miscalculated how bad the injury was people still don't believe that and right. I this is I don't want to speculate on what Devondre Campbell was tweeting about because of that. Um, but he, 
the one good thing I'll say is that he said in his press conference when he was talking or when he ta- was talking to reporters is that he really likes Matt LaFleur. And yeah, I think I, that's big. I'm really glad he said that because people are like, oh, has LaFleur lost the locker room right. like, between between yeah. Campbell's tweet and like how and J- Jair, you know, the Jair, the Jair drama that is not drama yeah. that people have just decided to make up. <laughs> but, I, I, I do like that he specifically went out of his way to say how much he appreciates agreed. Matt. And I mean, again, we don't know any of this, like anything we're saying about this all speculation. Like if you ask me, I do think that like, he definitely is dealing with an injury. He's hurt. Right. But I feel like he's very frustrated that it doesn't seem like the defense he's playing in is helping. Yeah. It's putting him in good positions. And that's really right. frustrating because like he's, and I get, that's why he says like, why would I risk? I'm not going to risk playing hurt then because like, I'm not even being put in a position to win anyway. And then when I play right, hurt, it makes but, it look worse. But then he liked a tweet that was saying like, people call him soft when he doesn't play. And I'm like, I feel like that was directed towards fans because like yeah. Joe Barry's not going in there and calling him soft <laughs> for not yeah, yeah, playing. Yeah. He's injured. And like somebody posted a fucking video of like, here's every tackle that Devondre Campbell missed yeah. this past Sunday. Like, and he's gone at fans before. So that's why yeah. I initially thought this is probably, there's probably some Joe Barry drama to, to that because Joe Barry is setting him up for failure. But I think it's also directed at fans of like, you guys are, will call me soft when I'm playing in like, when I don't play when I'm injured, but then when I play injured and don't do well, like you fucking yell at me. So I, I it could be from all sides, but I don't like analyzing fucking social media of players because 90% of the time we're wrong. Yeah. So, and again, <laughs> speculating is what has gotten this, like this Jair drama that even though the coach said this past fucking week that there's nothing going on, everybody still doesn't believe him. And it's like, well then, out of nothing, out of nowhere. So I don't I, I don't like to analyze that too much. He said what he said, but the most important thing is he said that like Matt is his guy and that the Fleur held like a players meeting yeah. on Monday. And I think that that is huge. Yeah, and part that of it was LeFleur everybody got to speak their mind. Right, that LaFleur yeah. is giving them an opportunity to speak without any repercussions. Just say what you need to say. Um and that's why I'm hoping the defense bounces back <laughs> that maybe Bryce Young won't like have his fucking career day uh, yeah. against the backers, but we'll see. Yeah. It's just, I really, I, I still really want them to make the playoffs because no matter what, like that's a great experience for a young team. Like God, and it off. would just be so funny. Yeah. It, Bears be, fans would be just so perfect that like, you know, It'd be great for loving his first season to make the playoffs after the team missed it last year. So yeah, it, we're in this kind of position where it's there's wins no matter how the season ends. Like, right. Again, if they, if they look love has already looked really good. I, I would obviously like, even if he, he looks good down the stretch, but they lose because of the defense then you're in that top 10 pick discussion and you still feel good about the team because you expect changes on defense, no matter what. Right. If they went out, they make the playoffs, you get one more week of football, they get experience. Like I'm I'm very I'm gonna say I'm not worried or like nervous or about anything the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. It's just obviously like you want to win those last two games just by virtue of them being divisional games, also. Like right. you want, yeah, you want, yeah. As, you want as that two people that are from originally the Chicago yeah. area, that last yeah. game is is big. Yeah. Um, but I also will say. <laughs> 
Something that I don't know if is being talked about that much. I haven't seen much about it. Is I really don't want them to be on Hard Knocks. Um, I mean, I yeah, want I mean, them to either. be my own selfish. Like I would love to see what is going on, but I right. really do not want them to have to go through that. I so, the, the only that, way I want to be on the it. Biggest the biggest reason to make the playoffs. <laughs> I, yeah, and I want them to be on like the in season version. Right. I want yeah. them to be that team. So I yeah. I think. I think the I think HBO would still want to pick them as the in-season team because they would still be a good storyline yeah. after making the playoffs. And I right. think HBO would pick them. Yeah, I think if no matter what, if they don't make the playoffs, whoever else doesn't make the playoffs, it's the Packers. Oh, I, yeah, I no, just no, don't, no like, chance like if they HBO, pick another team. I know, is just rooting for the Packers to fucking yeah. lose so yep. they can, because, so they have an opportunity. Because, I mean, come on, it's, yeah. it's the Packers. So... Yeah, I really right. don't want them to end up on on that hard box. Should we garnish this one? Yeah, let's garnish this bitch. All right. So in honor of having just played Tampa and we didn't get to do an episode with anything Florida related, we're going to play the Florida man game <laughs> with people from around the NFL. <laughs> um, if you guys aren't familiar with the Florida man game, every crazy news story that you could think of comes out of Florida. And they're all the, the headline that, if a headline starts with either Florida man or Florida woman, you can be assured that the next five to six words are going to be an absolute shit show. So yeah, we're going to take people from around the league, put their birthdays in and put Florida man in and then the birthday and see what headline we get. Yeah. I this can't. is kind of like, kind of like Mad Libs, but. Nah. Right. It's just yeah. like we're trying to see what Florida man thing happened on these players' birthdays and see if it adds up to something. If it doesn't, sorry that this garnish sucks. Um, the first person that I thought of <laughs> was um, Tyreek Hill. Uh, okay. Are you looking up the birthday? Yeah. It's March 1st. Okay. okay. Um, Florida man. Um, the first headline... <laughs> <laughs> Florida man ends ends standoff for slice of pizza. <laughs> I get hey, it. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to say I support it, but I get it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read a couple more because they're, they're, they're great. Okay. Yeah. Let, let's Florida read, man, let's read up to, let's read three. three. Florida man nicknamed baby Kate's baby cakes caught naked in a chair outside apartment complex. <laughs> <laughs> And um why was this a nickname relevant in the headline? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um Florida man arrested for trying to cut the gay out of his brother. <laughs> so that's <laughs> happy birthday. Okay, happy I got birthday. okay, so I got an additional fun thing for the game. Okay. Which of those three could you see Tyree Kill being involved in? That last one. <laughs> cut the gay. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> All right, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to use because we haven't used this person much this year in this in a garnish. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Jordan Love. All right. Whose birthday is November 2nd. All right. So Florida man November 2nd. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay. The first one is the greatest. I haven't even looked at the other two, but this one is Florida man cited for booty patrol truck resembling a border patrol vehicle. 
Oh my god. <laughs> um, that one's the winner. That is definitely what <laughs> Jordan Love would do. Um, uh, next one. Hopefully, this is. Hope, I I could not see him doing this one. Florida man brings loaded gun into bar as part of costume. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's smarter than that, right? And then the last one, armed Florida man robs store of Oreos and Mountain Dew. (laughs) (laughs) I still think it's the first one. Yeah, I I think it'd be the first one also. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right. I want to make my name Jordan Love Booty Patrol, but that's... Please do it. (laughs) Yes, that is... is (laughs) Oh, you're going to get... Someone's yeah, that feels. Someone's gonna cut the gay out of you. That yeah, that feels too <laughs> controversial unless you make it an an hour into this episode. <laughs> All right, I did uh, Patrick Mahomes, who um, actually shares a birthday with my boyfriend. Apparently, okay, September seventeenth. Florida man steals alligator from golf course. Tries <laughs> teaching it a lesson by throwing it on top of roof of bar. Wow, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's quite a headline. Um. Florida man charged with accidentally shooting bear that was trying to eat his trash. <laughs> um, and then we've got, I don't like that one. I'm not going to do that one. Florida man takes date on police chase. <laughs> uh, I can see that third one. Yeah. He's like, if yeah. he was like, if he was racing, cause of like, you know, he has trying to go rescue his brother. Right. From something. And he gets yeah. end up getting chased by the cops. He's like, hey, babe. In his Kermit <laughs> voice. Oh, oh. I don't even know how to do a Kermit voice. That was not Kermit. <laughs> no, I don't know. It was, what... <laughs> was not. I don't know. I used to be able to do one, but it's been like <laughs> 10 years. Um, all right. Who else? Who else plays in the NFL? Uh, all right. I'm going to go with. Well, I'm going to pick players we haven't picked yet, like for yeah. any of these. I'm going to go with um, Desmond Ritter. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. All right, so Desmond Ritter's birthday is August 31st. So, Florida Man 831. First headline. Oh, God. Oh, God. Florida Man mauled by Black Leopard after paying for full contact zoo experience. Well, isn't that what he paid for? Why is he mad? Yeah. <laughs> he was severely mauled by a black leopard after paying $150 for a full contact experience. Oh, at a backyard zoo. So this feels not legal. <laughs> but also how fitting because he right. just played the Panthers. Right. And he was and, just lost to them. And sucked <laughs> and he got benched. So that, I mean, that really happened. That was, that was authentic. Yeah. <laughs> the second one is. Florida man arrested for giving girlfriend a wet willy. <laughs> Wait, say that again. Florida man arrested for giving girlfriend a wet willy. <laughs> I agree with that. That's like a COVID violation. Like you can't, you can't. And then thankfully the first one was the most applicable because. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I that was perfect. Think, I didn't even think about that. I don't think this one applies to Desmond Ritter. Florida man charged. With double homicide and killing of spouse who refused abortion. Oh so, God! Yeah, we uh, we're glad that one's not the not the yeah. winner. <laughs> um. All right. So I got two. I got Josh Allen, 
who was May 21st. And I only have two, but the first one is Florida man accused of stealing rare books, comma, tortoises, because apparently. (laughs) Wait, like books about rare tortoises? No, like actual tortoises. Oh, accused of stealing rare books worth thousands of dollars. And then they found two rare Galapagos tortoises that were stolen from a zoo. (laughs) So there's that. A full contact zoo. Yeah. No doubt. Um, And then the other one (laughs) is Florida man climbs atop playground equipment at Clearwater Park and tells kids where babies come from. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, he's just doing a public service. That's That sounds like Josh Allen. Doing a public service is very Josh Allen. He's very wholesome, I think. All right, except, and I got except, Baker Mayfield, the Florida man. Except it would be Josh Allen stands on top of folding table at Bill's tailgate. <laughs> right. And tells people right. where babies come from. <laughs> um, this, uh, I've got, I've also got only two, but um, this is Baker Mayfield's birthday, which is April okay. 14th. Florida man shoveling spaghetti in mouth arrested at Olive Garden for <laughs> public intoxication. Oh, yep, causing a ba- drunken disturbance. Yeah, that's yeah. Baker Mayfield. Yeah, that's Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> or, it's, or it's Florida man gets out of jail back in back in 15 minutes later. <laughs> oh, that's got to be a record. Yeah. Were you like setting records at Lambo, setting records? Did, it, did he get arrested in the parking lot? Of the jail. <laughs> oh, and then there's another one. Florida man drove 112 miles per hour on shoulder to impress a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> That's very Baker Mayfield. That is also that. very Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I'm still going with drunkenly shoveling I spaghetti agree. in his mouth. <laughs> <though. laughs> <laughs> All right, I. Uh, what about? Let's do. Ooh, okay. Let's do Jair Alexander. All right. All right. His birthday is February 9th. So, Florida Man 2 9. Um, <laughs> Florida Man arrested for throwing Gator through Wendy's drive thru. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Jair thing, though. That's. <laughs> He'd be like on some sort of drug. Yeah. <laughs> How do you throw it? the drive-through windows are Maybe tiny? It's one of the little alligators. Uh, he like, but you still have to throw it. Like, what do you throw it like a javelin? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like a like a like a football? Like, yeah, how do you... yeah, of course. Um, that's the that's literally the only one that comes up for. Wow. I guess he did February it. February ninth. Oh, <laughs> wait. Hold on, here's, a, here's oh, another no. one. Florida man uses alligator to shotgun beer while listening to Leonard Skinner. That's a Shire minus the Leonard Skinner. <laughs> I I don't even want to know how that happened. I yeah. that's th- some things are better so left he, like, to the imagination. It with the teeth? Or yeah, I, yeah, I guess he he used the teeth to poke the hole in the top. <laughs> Um, all right, I got I got Zach Wilson. Okay. <laughs> this is gonna be a MILF related headline. 
Oh, there's a woman involved. A Florida man arrested after wife's remains found in three suitcases. That's oh, very depressing. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Um, Florida man red named Redbeard, I guess, steals $1,800 parrot and then abandons it. What a jerk. Abandoned. Yeah, what a dick. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Florida man arrested trying to cross Atlantic Ocean in giant hamster wheel. I think that is more Zach Wilson. Okay, that's yeah. I mean, he, that's he's, a metaphor for him trying to be a quarterback. Yeah, he's trying he, to cross the Atlantic Ocean in a giant in a hamster wheel. <laughs> <laughs> that is a perfect uh, metaphor for him. That is. I'm I'm, make, I'm making my name Zach Wilson's hamster wheel. For <laughs> sure, that is. It's way too fitting. That's literally his his yeah. career. <laughs> oh man. Let's see. Um, let's do. You know, let's do. Uh, we don't. We don't get to. We don't get to talk about the offensive linemen much for having fun. Let's do Elton Jenkins. All right. Elton Jenkins' birthday is December. T- oh, December twenty sixth. Oh, coming up. So yeah, uh, so he's the a, anniversary of the Lambo Leap. Yeah, he's a he's a Christmas a Christmas baby. So let's yeah. say. So Florida man, twelve twenty six. Oh god, these are okay. These first three are great. I don't, I don't know if I could see Elton Jenkins doing any of them, but Florida man beat roommate's pet raccoon with hammer, threatened to kill neighbor with sewing needle. Oh my god! <laughs> so he's too much of a gentle giant, I feel like, for either of those things. Um, yeah, I would agree. Florida man worried about vampires burns down own house. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, and then uh, next one is Florida man passed out in car on Christmas morning threatens to shoot police. Oh my god! I don't think I don't think that fits any of him. I don't think I can see him doing any of those. So the least <laughs> the least harmful is him burning his own house down. So yeah, I think so. I guess I guess I'll go with that one. Yeah. Um, I got I got Bill Belichick. Um, oh, okay. April sixteenth. Nice. Okay. Um, <laughs> Florida man accused of firing urine filled squirt gun at woman, <laughs> which I think. He would do. <laughs> um, and whom Florida- among us has not? <laughs> Florida man hit victim in face with vacuum cleaner. Um, and then Florida man high on flocka assaults officer molests tree. <laughs> Wait, high on what? Flocka? F-L-A-K-K-A? I have never heard of it. What in the hell is that? Uh, okay, it's- I'm good. It's like PVP. Oh, it's a dangerous drug that is similar to the street drug known as bath salts. Very Florida. Drug. Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm going. I'm yeah. going to put the the actual scientific name in the chat, and you tell me if you can pronounce this. All right, this should be good. Um, alpha. <laughs> Pyrolidinopent. Teofanone? <laughs> I don't think that was too bad, but it was not it, it good. Looked, 
It looks like alpha pyrilidina penetipafinone. That, that sounded pretty good. That sounded like a doctor. Like that, that, is, that sounded like a f- official like that's in, that is insane, and I'm glad they gave it a street name because hell no. Yeah. Like, also, the man that fired the urine filled squirt gun was 71. So I definitely think it was like that's Bill Belichick. <laughs> that might have actually been him. Yeah, that might have been him. <laughs> All right. We I had to do it. I'm going Joe Barry. Oh shit. Um I mean, he's been the he's been the the subject of the show. Joe Barry, July fifth, so he is an Independence Day baby. So Florida man, July fifth. Oh god. Okay. No. Okay, the first one. Florida man claims bags of cocaine and meth found wrapped around penis aren't his. So right. no accountability. Right. <laughs> so that's a pattern. He he's not taking accountability for the dick drugs. Um next one. Florida man leads police on high speed chase after stealing alligator from golf course. Oh, nice. We've had two golf course related presumably, alligator ones. Presumably to throw it through a Wendy's drive thru. <laughs> <laughs> um and then the third one. Oh, Florida man drunkenly crashes lawnmower into police car. <laughs> nice. That Again, is Kildare. Who That's amongst so us has not? <laughs> um I don't know. I I think I have to go with the 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 dick meth because he's not taking <laughs> accountability. He's uh, caught red-handed. He was caught red-handed on Sunday in front of millions of people playing bad defense. So I'm going with that. Yeah. Um, I did Christian McCaffrey, who is June 7th, MVP candidate. Um, June 7th, Florida man arrested after allegedly pouring ketchup on sleeping girlfriend. (laughs) And that feels fitting because I just feel like he likes ketchup. Yeah, I could see him being a ketchup like, eater. It's a white people thing. <laughs> like that's even though I hate it, I I hate feel it. Like I feel like white people like ketchup. Um, and then Florida man bitten by alligator after mistaking it for dog. <laughs> I definitely think it's the ketchup one. I wow, ketchup. I look at that adorable scaly dog. <laughs> it's like like on the ground. <laughs> Look at and, that and ten feet long. Look at that green snarling dog. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go pet it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> All right, and so we'll I'm gonna we're at an hour and ten, so we're gonna round this out with obviously our favorite. Our favorite, Nick Bosa, whose birthday <laughs> is October twenty-third. If one of the if the one first, of these the first one that comes up. If one of these is what we're expecting, I'm gonna laugh really hard. The first one's close. <laughs> okay, what's what's the first one that you have? It says, wanna watch me shoot a kid? That's, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Literally, it opens with the quote, wanna watch me shoot a kid, Florida man accused of pulling gun after being ding-dong tits. A hundred percent Nick Bosa. Uh or 
I could see <laughs> this being Nick Bosa. Florida man arrested for having sex with stuffed Olaf from Frozen at, at Target. Target. At Target. Yep. <laughs> Dude, you um, couldn't even take wait to take it home. Right. Like. <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, and and by the way, the picture of the person that actually did it looks like someone that would have sex with a stuffed Olaf. At Target. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, and then the last one is Florida man accused of using Kool-Aid packets to steal, to steal nearly $1,000 in Walmart merchandise. So he must have been using them at the self-checkout. Oh, I was so confused. Like, I was like, how do you Kool-Aid packets? Oh, yeah, like so, so, so he was like holding the packet over the code of what he was actually scanning. Right, and then putting it on the thing. That's uh, pretty smart. smart. Pretty smart, by the way. Taking notes here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just for item, research, not for our items research. that he did steal were a two hundred and forty-eight dollar scooter, a hundred and twenty dollar navigation system, and a hundred and sixty dollars worth of batteries. That's a that's lot of fucking batteries. A lot of batteries. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Like that's more sinister. What was he? Right. What was that for? for? Because <laughs> um, my third one was Florida man busted with five alligators in his bathtub that he caught <laughs> at a nearby pond. <laughs> um, I still think it is the want to watch me shoot a kid. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I think that is that is the one. <laughs> that is Nick Bosa. <laughs> Allegedly parody, whatever I need to say yeah. to not be responsible for when his... Parody, parody, parody. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> All right, so we will wrap this one. We will be back next week. Next week for a, with a special guest. We've actually got yes. our next two guests already planned. Yes. so um, And they're really good. I hope the Packers finish as strong as we are this season. Yeah. I mean, they are – we will have – we should be coming off a Packers win. Um, I feel like, in, like unless they go out there and cough up a hairball. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They should beat the Panthers, and we were in good spirits after a loss, so I expect us to be in better spirits next week after a win with a special guest. Um, and with that, we'll tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at H-E-R-O-O-I-N-E. You can also find me every other week, although we don't really know when we're going to be back next for watching stuff because with the holidays, it's much harder for us all to get together. Um and also, I think all of us are putting off watching that shitty Fantastic Four movie, but we'll be back at some point with that. Eventually, we're going to have to watch yeah, that. That'll come out on a Saturday, but you, you'll you see find it on my Twitter. And then you can also find me writing um, a little bit here and there for Acme Packing Company. So all that shit will be on my Twitter. So whatever. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Ferd Turgeson, F-E-R-D underscore U-R-G-E-S-O-N. And on the Friday Pack-A-Day podcast with Nathan Marzian yeah. and Shannon Quinn. Um, and then, yeah, like like Aaron said, uh, me, her, and Dusty doing watching stuff. And we will talk to you guys next week. Until then, go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go.